0: to be, yeah. like, represented in a tattoo format. Yeah, like, when I did Danny's so, portrait,
1: I had two other examples of, like, actual tattooed portraits of it done. I would prefer you remove it, no yes. Like, you see how, like, pro- like, I was trying to handle it professionally until, like, my last message. I kind of was like...
2: Well, I didn't read it, because it doesn't matter to me. Dude, but. it's... I don't think I handled it,
1: like, poorly. Yeah, no. I mean, definitely a little bit of attitude at the end, because he was being a dickhead. It's a girl. Yeah. She yeah, she's a bitch. She's sensitive. And then <laughs> where, and then where is she? Orlando Orlando, I guess. I'm like, bro, but like I guess you shouldn't post your shit on Pinterest then if you don't want your shit ripped. Like But Cam, I mean here's here's the thing. Yeah, like how much should I add it to it?
2: The only giveaway, bro. Is that str- I should have got rid yeah, of that? Yeah, bro. I know. It's not the same design, oh well, no, and that's what I'm and
1: that's and what I'm count. saying. Like it's really yo. And she, this person's acting like I ripped it. One, how much I could
0: be as famous as you are, dude? Because now people are coming.
3: They're coming.
0: That's what I'm saying, no, bro. Coming.
2: Listen, you can do whatever you want, and I know I give you all advice all the time that you never take. <laughs> Don't answer those people. Yeah, they're not coming for anything good. A
0: clout, and no matter what you you answering is giving them exactly what they want. Yeah, bro. Yeah.
2: Imagine they got all hot and bothered, they hit you up and you just never hit them back.
0: Yeah.
2: What can you do better than that, bro? Dude, I don't know
1: why, but it gave me like
2: a lot of anxiety last
1: night and I just couldn't sleep. But it cool. what well, bugged yeah, me yeah. is like how much like I still did try to change it. Like, they no, didn't no, give up. No, I a get a it, fuck, dude. Well, they I mean, blocked me, so I think I'm going to put the post back You know up. what though? Like, you know,
0: you she's upset, but I, I guarantee you. It. I didn't oh, bro. It. You, it's
1: a crescent moon. How many ways can you draw it? It's yeah. a fucking half circle, bro. Is Listen. that not what everybody wants is, like, imitation? No, for sure. yo, to be honest, I wanted so bad to hit back. Like, yo, I've had so many people copy my shit, and it's, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Not supposed to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Cam got called out. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, like, handled it pretty professionally. I made him feel, like, kind of bad for calling me out. Why did they message in a way that? Uh, it was very confrontational. They were looking for some smoke, and I didn't give it to them.
2: And, but you said they felt bad. They, like, said, oh, I feel bad. No. Uh, no, I said, like, they, they mu-
1: like my message must have made them feel bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're also running the risk
0: of them posting your conversation. Yeah, bro. No, which
1: is what I want. Because, like, in my conversation, like, because they posted to their story with the- Like First off, you didn't hit me up to get the whole story. So First off, I tattooed my boy. It's what he wanted. Like, I wasn't changing Alex's mind. He wanted a crescent moon on his thumb. And then I tried to change it as much as I could. And it's like, I like it.
0: this we- is the kind of we need for the pot yeah. should we invite this person to be yes yeah, i'm sitting dude they're yeah. in south florida of and course you we should and, they're, you and they're in orlando sit across from each other and explain why you're both upset i'm not upset well they don't want to play you this team upset. on the home stadium bro <laughs>
2: <laughs> cam was late because he copied someone's tattoo <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Saniderm. Thank you guys for
1: joining us on today's episode of Unemployable Podcast. Today we have one of our very own Phil Summers.
0: My celebrity crush. Thanks for bringing me back <laughs> so, so we'll, early in
2: this We'll definitely there. get into Phil, but I feel like we have <laughs> an interesting topic to start out. So it turns out Cam is copying other people's no. stuff. <laughs> so, no, no, he's not. He's not. But I, he dealt with a uh, situation that I've definitely dealt with. Have you? Have you ever dealt with getting called out? No, I'm not no. famous enough. <laughs> I feel like it ha- it happened to me when, like, no one ever heard of me. <laughs> um, See,
0: I've had more of a problem with somebody who I didn't know taking a design of mine from Fat Mermaid. Okay. They were using my designs that, like, weren't good. <laughs> they were posting them on their page saying that they tattooed them. And, like, I thought at the time I was good enough to call them out and be like, oh, you're ripping it. Like, you're using my. I was not good enough to be telling yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. that. But, yeah, no, I've never had the problem of what Cam's going through.
2: What? Why don't you explain sh- a short version? Cool.
1: All right, so last night I had an artist tag me in a story post. I opened the story post. It was them claiming that I'd used some of their artwork in okay. a tattoo. You know, They just kind of did like a little call out, and then they sent me a pretty – Rude DM. The, so I'm the here. situation
2: was you did a tattoo, they felt it was similar to artwork that they created. Mm-hmm. They got upset, they blasted you on the internet and they reached out to you personally. Correct. Now, I mean, we we did an episode with Ben on this like similar topic, but like these things happen. And like my I mean, you showed me the tattoo and you showed me the design that they're claiming it's based off of it like in my opinion, like you changed it a lot, as I
1: mean, much as for what it was and how small a tattoo was. Right. I changed it as much as I could to the client's like. And it.
0: I feel like they called you out because it was done well. To be honest, no? I thought my design was well.
2: Cooler. They're not going to call you out if it's bad, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, no, I yeah, mean, yeah, it, it, exactly. So you've done it well enough to where they felt like, damn, I got ripped off.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, it's tough because the tattoo is like this big, you know. It's like. It's practically a silhouette tattoo.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. It's solid black. It's line work based. It's not much you can change about it. Maybe it's
0: she's a, just upset because uh, she didn't put in that spot that you did. You made it look better because of
1: where it yeah, was. Yeah, like, and I designed it to like fit to the spot that I was tattooing it. and I
0: Yeah, it was just. But yeah. I feel
2: like you kind of came in hot this morning. You were like, this happened, guys. Like, yeah. what's up? Which, well, I, which well, listen, I think that's yeah, good because I was it, I was
1: I was I was gonna kind of like wait till after the podcast because like I actually really wanted to talk to you about it. But I'm mean, like I'm complete <laughs> I'm
0: completely fine with. Well, now that I know well, that, and I was like, let's you, talk about. Came in podcast. hot because you felt guilty.
1: Not even that. I felt annoyed, and like the it's, it's the inexperience in me, not knowing what to do. Um, so just like getting your guys' opinion. But like after like we spoke about it, like knowing that like you guys kind of agree with me, like opening to, I'm open to talking about it. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, well, I think you've came in hot because you care. I do, you know? and it
1: bugs me because I felt like I changed it enough, you know, and like I did what I could to the tattoo, and you know, still getting like, I think the the person overreacted a bit, um, right. but I can understand because like yo, I've had my art stolen too. Have I acted like that? No. If anything, I feel like it's a compliment when your shit gets taken.
0: I mean, and again, as long as you're changing it, yo, I did to not. Where it's like, dude, like sometimes. Yeah something so simple is hard to make original.
1: Guys, how many crescent different ways can you draw a crescent That's what I'm saying. Something it's
0: so simple it's hard to make original, so you have to look at somebody who yeah. you, you know you, you were inspired by what they did, right? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you liked what they did so it was like, "Damn, I want to I want to kind of replicate what yeah. they did, but Let me change it enough because you're going to have enough respect for the artist. Exactly.
1: I will never rip anything one-to-one. I'm going to change it to as much as I can. Let's break down
0: the situation.
2: Client came in, showed you a reference from this person. Not even client because
1: I would say like it just being on my boy even changes the situation more. Because like as you guys know, like when you tattoo
2: your boys, you usually Regardless, regardless. He came in and was like, I want this. Correct. You were like, cool, I'll do something like that. Exactly. He had It was like a moon thing, whatever. You're like, cool, I'll use the moon, but I'm going to add all these other things to it. Exactly. Right? Added, I think, four or five more elements to a
1: small tattoo. I've done stuff like
0: that with bigger tattoos, right? Right. Somebody comes in, they show me an example of what they want. I'm like, cool, you're open to concept, right? I have them sign for, like, you are going to allow me to design something that I want. Then they come in, and they're just like, that's not what I showed you. I want something closer to this. And it's like, well, I try to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You are so set onto this. So I have to kind of just make it as close to that as I can possibly if I can make it. You know? Yeah. And it's hard to kind of get away from that because it's like clients don't understand open like concepts of just like designing. Yeah. So it's like, you just have to kind of give them what they want just based off of what they like because they saw it before. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I have a, I have a, Situation that I want your guys' opinion on. Let's say I'm doing this, like, huge side leg panel. Like, side of the calf. I'm doing, you know, this big, like, black work tattoo, let's say. Because the situation was black work. I don't know. uh, I'll do, like, a werewolf, right? Drop the whole fucking werewolf, no problem. Client is like, yo, I kind of want a moon just on top. I'm like okay. How I'm like okay. okay, That wasn't that wasn't in my design. But this is a little element that you want. Like, what moon do you want? And they're like, I want this moon. And you're like, fuck it. And you just Photoshop the direct moon in there. Yep. So like, you drew the whole piece. You're throwing in the top moon. Maybe it's ten five percent of the piece. Mm -hmm. You don't change it at all. Is It is that wrong? Is that copying? Do you think that's fucked up?
0: does that make sense what i'm saying no yeah absolutely
2: no it's 70 80 90 percent of the tattoo you completely drew clients like but i want a moon you know and you're like all right here's your fucking moon goes in at the top you did not change the moon at all now it's part of the entire piece
0: yeah no i mean because again it's you you used something that was already done and you put it into a brand new design right Like, like you were saying earlier, realism artists, you're you're meant to copy. Like, just because they do a fucking awesome tattoo, right? It's done already. They're just using what has already been done by another artist, most likely because most of the time it's not being taken from like a photorealistic thing. They're taking something that is created as a realism design and like and john's like, just replicating
1: in the scenario like it being neo it's usually something illustrative already you know it's like maybe if he was doing a realism wolf and he threw a realism moon it's like whatever but like which i see what you're saying like in the situation like, like adding where's someone, the line yeah you know i feel like you're probably not copying at that point still
0: i think that's where anybody's always going to say either you're an artist or you're a copier And it sucks to be called a copier because it's like, dude, like I'm still creating the art. Like I'm still taking something and making it like I'm, I'm still doing tattoo and I still have the tattoo is solid, but you're always going to find those people that are just like, I create original things and it's like, well, fucking are you though? You know what I mean? Like you're still taking reference from something. Like you're still looking at another piece of artwork that you're making that moon. I've seen (laughs) in my life. (laughs) So mad. (laughs) That fucking crescent moon is going to haunt you forever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess to each their own, right? We were talking earlier about crazy big artists that have given permission to everyone to copy all their shit. And then we also have crazy big artists that just call out everyone, bro. Yeah. You have the, like that one well, dude, anytime I do a fucking castle, he's like, you copied yeah, me. Yeah, I'm just, and yeah. I'm like, just because it's upside down.
0: you know?" And yeah. I'm
2: like, Yo, I've been doing upside down castles. And even longer than that, LaHall's been doing them longer than me,
0: bro. Yeah. But at least you guys are getting called out on shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, I'm doing something, like, I'm not even neo-traditional anymore. Like, I'm so in my own realm. That's why fucking people don't come. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, give your Dude, own like style, Because it's, really. it's, it's not neo, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, all the dudes from... Your blends are the, like, more fucking, complex. I don't know if I can say Sunshine State, but, like, those dudes are doing neo-traditional yeah. the way neo-traditional should be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, fucking, I look up to that as, like, that's what I want to create, but I also understand, like, I'm not the person to leave enough skin That's why I don't do traditional. I I can't stand to leave enough skin open. It just looks unfinished to me, even if it's done right. But I'm doing something that nobody is doing. So it's like people don't understand it. Whenever they look at it, they're like, it's nice. It looks like a fucking sticker. Mm -hmm. But nobody understands it because they don't see it anywhere else. So it's like, fucking, like, it's not anything that they can compare to somebody else who's gotten tattooed. You know what I mean?
2: But I think that's kind of. The goal as, like, an artist is is to find such a specific direction that it's recognizable. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. It's just that it needs to be recognized. Right. Like,
2: (laughs) no, but, which I think it will, you know? I mean, it's better than, like, you, like, look at Cam's moon and you think it was that other artist. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking
0: copycat, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was
2: still a new artist and I was trying to, like, explore different styles. You know? And, like when when you've never done something before like you look
0: how other people are doing it so how did you feel like you found your style what was it like do you remember like the tattoo that you did that you were just like damn this makes sense to me i want to keep doing this (laughs) to be honest bro like
2: i just kept like style chasing right like i would be like okay like it started with you know, I think I just want to focus on, like, black and gray. And then I'm doing black and gray, not really different than anyone else. Were you doing
0: mag black and gray?
2: Yeah, yeah. Originally, I was – yes, so that's a good point. Originally, I was doing mag black and gray. I was like, oh, I just want smooth realism shading, like, this guy, like, this guy, like, this guy. Mm -hmm. And, like, as a realism artist, like, I'm literally seeing these – these styles and trying to make my shit look exactly like that other person shit. Cause in my head I'm like, Oh, it's so good. Whatever. Now I'm in the realm of realism. So the goal is to copy, right. you know, like you're <laughs> never going to get yeah. called out for, you want to be as
0: good as copying. As right, you can right, right, like, well, right. now like the best thing is you have AI now to where it's like, damn, right. I, I, can, I can copy, but now I can make my own, uh, reference. reference. But you back I mean? then
2: it was yeah. like, you'd get these like Spot top, top tier photos. And it was just your shot at it. Like, okay, everyone's doing Spider-Man. What you got? <laughs> yeah. Give us your best Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing, you know, the statue face, you know, Poseidon or whatever. The, yeah. That's actually Zeus or whatever. But, but like, it was like, give it your best shot. Be the
0: best search engine? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find a yeah. better reference right. to do something different.
2: So that's like how it started. And then Matt Byrne, Matt B came in and he was doing that 3R, 3RL shit like six years ago. And I was like, I, would, I was just like, what? Is that like I want whatever you're doing. I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. I want to learn how to do that. So then moving to that, getting some like texture in my stuff. Then not being so crazy about the ultra texture. I was like, yo, I wonder if I can smooth it down a little bit, but still with the 3RL. So it's like a light kind of fuzzy look. And then it just, it was just like fine tuning. And then I was like, okay, like realism is getting kind of boring. Let's add some new stuff. And it was literally as simple as, what if I just put lines in my realism? Yeah. And then doing that, and then realizing that I hadn't used the liner in so long, I'm trash at line work, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it was, like, fun to get That's good at line work. That's what i
0: want to do realism back in the day. Yeah. To avoid I, line work? I do, yeah, because I, I, I fucking hated line work. I was so bad at it that I was, like, I'm gonna do realism, right? <laughs> because like I don't have to use lines, you yeah. know what I mean. And then I really started enjoying traditional, neo traditional, especially neo traditional, dude. Like there's something in my heart that just like absolutely loves. You like to play with look. the color palette, and I right. love. Um, now like now that I I put myself into the point where it's like line work is such a fucking like real thing. Like I I had to be good at it. So I put in so much time to understand that, and then now that's one of my favorite parts of the tattoo, dude. Yeah. Like that, like I'm—I can't wait to just do my oh, line weights. You, you know? almost you
1: finish them, you're like, damn, I wish there was
0: more. Right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then once you see that, and like you just understand, like, damn, I fucking like made that foundation a like, solid one. It, yeah, it's one. like yeah. it's really enjoyable to watch. Oh, and that it looks process.
2: good, bro. You're like the rest of the is a fucking coloring, but yeah. Bro. Like yeah.
0: I almost sometimes want to tell people, like, cool, we'll finish it another day. Yeah, yeah, just let let me me just look at these lines (laughs) for a while. But
2: well, I think also, and tell me if you can relate to this like, I'm chasing in the tattoo what applications are fun for me. Yeah, like you said with the line work, like, I've learned to love the line work too.
0: So, do you, whenever you're doing a tattoo, there is obviously like a certain point in it where you're like, this is going to be the most fun part of the tattoo. Do you try to save that for last, or do you try to get right into it because you're so excited to actually do that piece of it, or do you try to save it for last, but then also you realize, like, shit, I might not get to that, like, until five hours from now, and I might be exhausted by the time I hit there, but it's also, because I've done that, like, where it's like, oh, I'm so excited to get to this piece and do that and it's like i'm just going to start there and then then you're bored you the rest of the tattoo no but you almost ruined it like it's just like you you didn't allow that excitement to just build up enough to where it's like i'm just going to make it wait and then like i'm going to put all my effort into making that happen but instead of like you're fresh and like you're going to put in your effort but you started at that one piece now the rest of the tattoo is like not as fun yeah and i'm then, really
2: A strict bottom-to-top guy.
0: Really? Yeah. So,
2: sometimes, like, in that, like, it's, like, I'm working on the lower section, then the midsection, then the upper section. Sometimes I hop around. Um, Like, I was doing this Neo piece not too long ago, and, like, some of it was just solid black, and I'm like, oh, it's boring. And it was, like, in a a shitty skin area. So, I was just, like... (laughs) When I get to that, it's going to be fucking terrible, you know? (laughs) And then I had this, like, really nice, like, light flower. And I was like, that'll be fun. Right. So, but they were both in the top section. So, I did choose to do the black shitty part first to have that reward at the end. But also, if it's, like, the for me, the face, that's, like,
1: the most fun part, right? You want to do, like, the neck and, like, the shirt first before you do that.
2: Anyway, sorry, Phil. <laughs>
0: I got interrupted. <laughs> uh, copycat. I'll
2: try to save that for, like, hour five. Right. Because that's, like, when I'm starting to get a little tired. I need some motivation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's a portrait, like, it's it's a little more specific than just a face. Uh, like, eyes, you know, whatever um are you the
0: kind of guy that does eyes first
2: no i just do them like 75 percent through like when i you know see i don't when i get to them i don't
0: i don't do realism enough to like but everybody that i know who does realism they're just like eyes first eyes first and i'm like fucking like that makes sense but like to me that's like the most fun Mm. part again you know what i mean so i want to save that there but it's also it's like yeah during a stencil since you're not outlining anything like that it's yeah you know like You have to kind of just, like, at least, like, map that in to get to that point. But I feel like part of a face, like, the mouth, nose, and eyes are all the funnest,
1: like, most fun parts to do. See,
0: that's why I don't do portraits is because of noses. I like like noses, though. I fucking hate noses. Noses are ugly.
1: I think, like, the mouth's, like, the most boring part, and then it's, like, nose and then eyes.
2: I think the most fun part is just sculpting the bottom of the jaw. Like,
1: jawline almost, yeah. yeah. I like doing, like, a cheek. Once I learned
0: the trick of, like, shadow above the jawline and that then like soft, you have like you have the neck and then like you leave just that little skin a little bit above the jaw once i learned that dude like fucking hondros taught me that shit in what style well, he did, he did it with traditional, dude. Yeah. And, like, it made it make sense for even, like, realism that it was, like, dude, like, fucking you can't have a heavy shadow right on the jawline and on the neck. It's, like, you leave that little piece right there, and it just makes so much sense, and it changes the whole look of everything. Even if it's not photorealistic, it changes the dynamic of the actual tattoo, yeah, and yeah. it makes something look better. It's
2: fun to find, like, little tricks, and, I mean, it just comes down to like, experience right things that i used to not know how to do might seem like i don't even have to think about
0: it now well that's know? the most fun part about continuing tattooing for right is somebody in a different style can always teach you a different trick and it's just like damn like i didn't even think about looking at it in that sense but like that little thing that you just did there with your realism made my neo traditional look better you yeah. know what i mean or you know your your uh black and gray um black work stuff you know what i mean it's like your copy bro cam stuff. cam don't have to think about nothing <laughs> <He's just copycat. laughs> hell yeah dude you got the easiest job of all of us no nah,
2: but it's it's it sucks i remember the first time i got called out it didn't feel good because like i also care so much about tattooing i was like damn like i wasn't trying to Step on her nose Yeah, I wasn't you know. trying to do, like, anything negative to anyone. Right. Like, no, it just was just, it
0: was, what a great quality piece, and that's something I want to replicate in a way, and I'm going to change it. But well, like, it
2: inspires, right? Yeah.
0: I don't know about you, but really the only time I get inspiration
2: on artwork is from other artwork. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes, like, emotionally, like, I'm feeling good, and that will help drive the motivation, but it's usually I see something, and I'm like, that's sick. I hear you, yeah. And I could do something like that.
1: Yeah, it's very rare you see, like, a random object, and you're like, oh, that's, that makes me feel
0: artistic. Yeah, it's and like, honestly, no, yeah. like,
2: when I see people that do that, like, oh, I could paint this. I'm like,
0: nerd. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys have ever had the fucking issue with, like, you know, I, I know I'm artistic. I can, I can make something out of nothing, but I've never felt like I'm an artist,
1: Yeah, I'm not an exactly the most creative person.
0: I mean I can be creative. That's not that's not the fucking (laughs) way to put it. But no, it's dude like it's it's, more like
1: I need like the inspiration to like jumpstart it.
0: Well it's I look at these fine artists that were fine artists painting and it was like dude like they weren't making money selling paintings. They found out like, oh, I just have to learn a technique of tattooing And I'll I'll make I'll make twelve grand off of a sleeve more than I'll make twelve grand off of a painting that I made. You know what I mean? It's like all they had to do was learn the technique of tattooing. They understood art. I've never felt like an artist in that sense. You know what I mean? It's like there's there's just certain people that can make art. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just um, I've I've just never felt like that. In you mean like the people in school that start with the circle <laughs> and
2: then they do the cross? Like yeah, those and people? then finish it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. And I, I've never been that person, dude. Yeah. It's like,
0: dude, like I can I can absolutely copy stuff. I, you know, I'm not a black and gray tattoo artist. I can draw the shit out of black and gray realism on paper. Don't have the patience to do it on skin. Never understood it. Every time I've tried to do it, it's just, a, I, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. But there's, I don't know, it's. I am an artist, but there's certain people that are fucking artists. Does that make sense? Like, I, just I know, I know, I know what you're saying.
2: Like, if maybe the the artist you're talking about is someone that, like, outside of tattooing, like they're constantly painting, drawing, cre- like creating, maybe
0: not looking at references. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, even if they are looking at references, it's um, somebody who is, yeah, absolutely just like, they wake up because art wakes them up. Right. I think depression wakes them up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, but fair enough, dude. Like, I I, uh,
2: I used to feel like that, too. And, you know, having... And I now I don't feel like that. Reason being... Traveling a lot and like talking with a lot of artists, artists, artists that, you know, went to school, whether it was for fine art, oil painting, portrait, you know, whatever, getting the certifications, learning all that background stuff. Versus maybe, well, at the time, versus me who. Maybe did one year of, like, community college art. Hmm. I mean, I was still the kid in the basement, like, going nuts with Sharpies and highlighters. And, and I'm sure you were, too, bro. Well,
0: because that's whenever it was, like, almost more fun. You know, because there there wasn't a job. There wasn't, well, like, Well, you didn't have to pay rent. Yeah, dude. there was no expectation <laughs> yeah. to fucking, like, create... A, I'm, I'm talking about, like, Dave Tevenall, right? Right. Dude shits artwork out. Sure. All day long. And it's like, I've realized after you know many years of tattooing that is like do you like for the start of it like sure maybe like i got into it because i was tattooing for money and i like i was good at art and i could i could make something happen now i actually just appreciate tattooing more almost than i do art like does that kind of make sense like, but would you
2: say tattooing
0: is not a form of art absolutely it's a form of art but I mean, like, you're here every that, day cranking out yeah, tats. That, but that's my form of art. like <clears throat> i'll draw things on my ipad and most of the time, everybody here, even my girlfriend will say like, man, your tattoo came out so much better than what you did on your iPad. Cause I'm like, yeah, dude, cause I understand tattooing more than what I'm doing on my iPad. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I, whatever I'm doing it, I just want to make like my colors work on my iPad, but I know how I'm going to tattoo it. Tattooing is my form. Sure. Of art. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's your medium. That, yeah, exactly. So. That to me makes sense but there's people again like that just wake up and they just crank stuff out because that's what that's what drives them right and it's like man like I, I it drives me too but like there's there's a certain person that just has that in a different sense I don't know and I wish I have that and I'm trying to strive for that feeling because that's what I want out of my career I think if you are
2: striving for that feeling you're an artist. Yeah. yeah.
1: If that's like your goal every day, it's like you have
2: the battles mm-hmm. won, you know? but I get it, man. Cause there w- was a point where my tattoos became better than my drawings. Like that was my medium. That was yeah. where I was the best at, which for a long time it was not, it was either like pen drawings, graphite, maybe even like street art, whatever. And then that switch happened. Yeah. Um, I think that still make, makes you an artist. Like, well, I mean, That's I, like saying, like, I suck at drawing, but I'm amazing at painting. Damn, all these fucking drawers out there. So good. You know, I wish I was a real artist like that. It's like, yo, your paintings are fire,
0: dude. Yeah, I used to think people drew shit without sketching. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I used to think that they literally put pen to paper and was just drawing fucking Spider-Man without having a sketch. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And just, like, and that to me, like, that's where I always just felt like I was never an artist, but then I'm finding out, like, man, I'm slowly becoming that, and it makes me feel even better about my my choice of, of career because, like, I really enjoy tattooing so much. But, like, I can't wait to just start tattooing. That's why, like, on my iPad, I'm just like, I just want to get through this. I just want to make my colors make sense, and it's just, like, as long as I know that that makes sense, like, sometimes I show my like reference to my clients and they're just like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, then the tattoo is done. They're like, wow. Like, you see Sean Foy's reference? Yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> oh, see,
2: Yeah, He just dude, had like, like a graphite like, yeah, sketch. Like you do that with crayons? <laughs> yeah. no, dude, He's like, don't worry, it'll be fine. And then he's like the best tattoo in the shop that day. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> see, but like, you know, I need, I need a, a little bit more refined reference for myself, even if with my own art, you know, he's, yeah. he's an artist, dude. Like that guy, he could just fucking like, draw, like, a couple shapes on you and make something amazing. Yeah, because right. even
1: his Sharpie drawing, like, you had this sketch next to him yeah. and then Sharpied the tattoo
2: onto him, and the Sharpie was half the sketch, and the sketch was, like, crazy. Well, do you want to
0: be more of, as you're putting it, an artist? Yeah, I'm just trying to find that, like... I don't know what you would call it, like, culturalism or something. Like, that. Is just, like, makes you want to be inspired by something. Because I'm drawing something to just make it cool, you know? People, other people are, like, making something because that's an expression of their, like, inner self. And that's where I feel like I'm not an artist compared to other artists.
2: Right, but it's tough because it's hard to make the tattoo an expression of your inner self because it's not for you. Right. And I used to deal with that all the time because, like, when I used to create, like, artwork for me, or I guess I, I just started doing it more recently. Like, I, I got to attach it to, like, feelings, memories, inspiration, you know, hidden concepts, whatever it was. But, like, as a tattooer and, like, doing tattoos for other people, our job is to tap into
0: those things for the client. And that's right? where most of my best shit comes from it's not me just sitting at home and drawing whatever. Like I need almost like a client to be like, Hey, like I want to mash up these three things together. And it's like, damn, I never thought of that. And like, now I can create something cool out of it, you know? And then that's like where all my best designs come from is just like, Oh, I have a little help from somebody just telling me like, Hey, do this. And that's where I am an artist where it's like, I can make those three things happen, but I needed your inspiration to tell me like, Hey, put those together. And it's like, damn, like, But you got to like step back and think about
1: how many artists like can't do that.
0: Like the dudes like you look up to that might be doing the
1: fine art might not be able to do what you just said. You know, like that's where like what you've learned and like your skill comes in handy.
2: Well, I think everyone should go on Phil Summer's Instagram and decide (laughs) for yourself if he is an artist or not. (laughs) Do you guys remember what La hall called it?
1: Craftsman.
0: There you go. Craftsman versus a tattoo artist. There was tattoo artist, tattooer, and tattooist. Ooh, oh you, I hated that face <laughs> I yeah, so can you explain I, but, that? but I really learned that there like there <laughs> is kind of a difference, it, so it was, was like, like tattooer,
3: <laughs>
2: tattoo artist, and tattooist. <laughs> That's how it worked. Right? Yeah. Pinky's <laughs> out, baby. Yeah. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of the unemployable podcast. We have the unemployable t shirt. It's okay. Also, we have a variety of other clothing on the model citizen apparel.com. You can even use discount code cam for 10% off. Why are you guys standing behind me? I that is kind of the topic we're talking about is like, is it someone that just comes in like nine to five or is it a, a true artist? Right. That's like where I draw the line. Cause there are so many artists and they worked here, uh, that come in, they're like, What's my, what's my appointment's name? Uh, you? All right, cool. And then they're out. Bye guys. Right. You know, and, and that's fine. Those people are typically here to make money. Um, do the bare minimum. Maybe not even in like a lazy way, like bare minimum, like, okay, cool. The client likes this. Like I'm happy. It wasn't too much drawing time. Like meeting all the standards yeah. essentially. No, for sure. But not like staying late to draw, not like asking to do collabs, not you know, researching other artists, pretty detached from the
0: culture of tattooing. Well, it was it and they weren't spending the time to like, what could I have done different? Yeah. You know.
2: Not trying to grow. Right. They're just it like, was, Cool, I made it. People are like happy yep. with my work. Cool. I don't have yep. to my to paycheck work. is
0: already in the right, bank right. and yeah. Right, Cam? I don't so
2: what? I don't feel that way. You don't feel like we've had artists that Oh really no, yeah, we've had artists that way. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's still on the defense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that. Yeah, no. I don't copy people. No. It, bu- <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> it
1: bug it just bugs me because like you never see like what pe- like the true work people really put in. Like you see, like you'll come back to the shop at like fucking eleven o'clock midnight, me and Logan are still here drawing. Man. And like, that's a different
0: day. like uh, but you also too. will
2: take an appointment at like ten o'clock at night. Is that because I love tattooing? I know, I'm just saying, bro.
0: and like
1: that's what's different about like like you said, like the people who are just like come in, do their tattoo, and go. Yeah. Like,
2: but listen, I don't want that to be confused because I mean, I used. To, I'm not saying you think like this. Let me say, I used to stay late. I would stay till like three a.m. Sometimes, just because that was my whole life. Not because I made it my whole life, just because it was the only thing I had, you know? Uh, it's the only thing, like, at right now, like, I feel like I need or want. Sure. I can relate to that yeah. 100%. I'm not saying you do this, but I used to look at the tattooers that didn't stay as late as me and think they were less than. Oh, you're not working as hard as me. I also came in at, like, 1 or 2 o'clock, yeah. Yeah. and they would come in at, like, 9 o'clock, you yeah. know? Yeah. On a so, there's a lot of factors. Yeah, You're not wrong, yeah. and I, I think I know specifically the situation you're talking about, and you're actually right in that situation. And I get it. However, I don't, it never really does me any good to, like, compare to those people. Sure. They're, like, on a different path yeah. than I am, mm-hmm. you know? Agreed. Uh, I think what you need to know is the fact that you are staying late and you do care is going to give you the best chance at being the best kind of tattooer you can be.
0: Whether you're ripping people off or not. Right, that's right. (laughs) But, bro, it's it's tough, man. We can go back
2: to that topic. But, like, when you started out, because I did this, when you started out, did you not, like, search every style and, like, you didn't really, I didn't really have experience with, like, changing stuff to be my own and like maybe i would change like 10 percent and think that it was like enough right and then it, people at the shop would be like that's real close yeah, no i mean <laughs> you know? yeah. do, you,
0: do you know how many nick baxter fucking things i wanted to do <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah i'm the next nick baxter yeah for yeah. sure it was well
3: because
2: you look up like me i would like look up to these people and i'd be like i want to tattoo like them so bad yeah like, let me, like, take this design and, like, try that,
0: to, you know. But that's what helps you kind of create, like, like that's what helps you understand how to make techniques. Because I never had somebody, like, you know, I had mentors or whatever <laughs> before. I had people that I worked for that did great tattoos and stuff like that. But, like, nobody really taught me technique. You right. know what I mean? So, like, the way I learned was just based off of, like, I saw these other tattooers doing things. And I was, like, I can kind of break it down enough so where it was like, I understood, like, I fucked up a lot of things. Yeah. But I could understand, like, okay, like, that didn't work. But I could see, like, okay, you know, it's not just red and black. It's, there's multiple things happening underneath that that make that smooth blend look the way it is, whatever. And it was, just, like, I had to learn based off of copying what I saw. You know what I mean? So it, it's not wrong what you did but you got called out which is funny. It's just
2: tough bro cuz you have a bigger audience. Like I didn't have the audience you
0: had when I yeah. learned
2: I could go copy people in secret, you know or whatever yeah. it was or like learn the style. Bro, even when I would go out and like do graffiti like uh like way way back when I was like younger, like I would have these big heads like do the outline for me and I'd like fill it in and we work on fill-ins. You know, or we'd go and they'd, like, sh- show me different techniques or whatever, and, like, literally going on top of each other with, like, different colors to, like, see how it would, would go and whatever, and you find people you can work with. There's always going to be those, like, people out there just spewing hate or jealousy or whatever. Yeah. Maybe they're not even those people. They're just having a bad day. They decided to take it out on you. Yeah. Or they see, like, you're coming up, and they're like, I want to be part of that. The only way I can be part of that is to cause conflict or whatever it is, yeah. you know? I mean... I, I told it on the fucking, dude, I saw a kid walk in here, not only with my design, but the exact fucking tattoo in the exact same spot, you know, nice. yeah. on, cause on Ben, I did this castle on his face right here. And then like a couple with of a crescent years, moon. A couple <laughs> years later, kid walks in with the same <laughs> fucking thing. But I mean, what are my choices? Call that kid out make him feel like shit. Right. Or just, like, who cares? Leave so, alone.
0: I'm not alone. gonna I'm not going to name the artist that I went and did a convention with, but it was somebody that I worked for and made a name for himself in his very specific style. Yeah. And we went out to a convention out in Denver, and there was this, like, um, an apprentice that was out there, and she made a banner, used exactly this bunny. Yeah. Like, no verbatim, change. dude. Like, fucking had it. And she was like, come and check out my, like, in my booth. And it was, like... You know, he looked at it and it was like, Yeah, that's my shit, you know? Yeah. But like he didn't he had two choices, right? You could call him out and just be like fucking use my shit or it's like, Hey dude, like what a good looking booth you have, you know. Yeah. And he chose to do the latter. So you're gonna you're gonna get copied. If you're doing something well, you're gonna get copied. That's just yeah. kinda comes down
2: to Well it. And if you got the magnifying glass, honey, anytime you make a mistake, yeah. You're gonna get blasted for it. Yeah. You know, and you just, you do the best you can. I mean, bro, when I'm, like, designing stuff outside of realism, because it's not, like, I'm really making sure and, like, picking stuff apart only because when early in my career, I got blasted. Yeah. That's, you just, some lessons you learn the hard way, you know? Yeah. And I'm not even saying, like, you learned the hard way, but it made you feel something. Yeah. And you're like, cool, I don't want to feel that again, so I'm going to check. Because at the end of the day, like, I'll even get called out, like, oh, this and that. You stole this little piece or your fucking thorns are exactly like mine or, like, whatever. Like, I know what I did and what I didn't. And it it really don't bother me. Like, almost every time you see me do a a Neo piece, it's literally just fucking line work with nothing shaded in. Because I'm like, this is going to be fun. I get to make up the shading as I'm going. Like, what do you mean I copied? Yeah. Copied what? The small tattoos, the walk in tattoos. Because like, I don't know if you saw the tattoo. It's this fucking big. It's literally this big. Yeah. These tattoos, these big, are the most dangerous ones out there, bro. Absolutely, yeah. This in lettering. Yep. Now, fuck that. I'll never do it. <laughs> you know? That's where you get all the trouble, bro. Have you ever heard someone say call out someone else for you copied my sleeve? Yeah, my full sleeve. No. Yeah, no. It's just too much, bro. It's
0: like the same guy that had the banner stolen. Yeah. Had <laughs> tattoos, <laughs> won trophies based off of stolen design. Design. Like yeah. verbatim, like same side Or like- Actually, <laughs> what you say? Said- <laughs> I mirrored it, bro. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fucking, they did the Copyright exact 10%, same thing yeah. and won trophies. And yeah. then fucking, like, you know, we're putting it up and tagging dude in it and saying, like, hey, like, won a trophy off this tattoo. And it was, like you're tagging me in the fucking design that you just absolutely stole. You know what I mean? Like that to me is more of a slap in the face than just like, dude, I man.
2: think it's cool, bro. Mosh posts that all the time. He'll yeah. be like, want to drove yeah. in Denver? <laughs> want to drove here want to, and It is other people's tattoos. And he's yeah. like the Mosh cow franchise. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Hell yeah. I think it's cool, bro. And like, listen, the tattooing has become so big that you're going to get every opinion out there, which is awesome, bro. And it didn't used to be that big. There was just like one opinion of tattooing and everyone kind of stuck with that. Do you think it became too big?
0: What? Tattooing.
2: Do you think it became too big? No such thing, bro. (laughs) It's just different. It's different, you know? I mean, you can look at like any of these new ideas. They they start with a certain group, a certain, you know, uh, like specifics, right? And then they spread into the public and it becomes everyone. You know, maybe it started out only in this area with these kinds of people, this gender even, or, or this, you know, language. And it just spreads to everyone. And when it spreads to everyone, you get everyone, you get all the opinions, right? You know, which I think is great. I mean, I've tried to put my opinion out there a little bit to, to get involved in that sense. But a hundred percent, anytime you put that out there, like people are going to disagree. There are people that are watching this that are like, what you're saying is fucked up, Cam. 100% copy. He's a loser. You should fire
0: him. Hey, Cam, know? just at least look at the camera and say sorry. <laughs> just once. I, I apologize
1: to that person already. <laughs> How do you think they should have handled it? I think they should have like messaged me first. First Kind of like, un- yo, and like understand the situation before you start blasting people on the internet. Cause yo, like I come from the generation, like that's what we do. Like, blast people on the internet. Like, that is my generation's favorite thing to do. Cancel culture. That shit all started with my generation. Like, I find it funny when I have somebody like twice my age trying to make fun of me on the internet. I just think it's funny. Bothers me a little bit. Because
0: like <laughs> what's twice your age, like <laughs> 32? <33? laughs> well, it
1: bothers me because it's supposed to be like my generation's thing, and I don't do that. Like, I'm never the type of one to shit on another person. Like, like you said, like I've had a lot more exposure than like a lot of younger artists have, and it like means like my shit's been copied too. Am I blasting them on my
2: page? No, but that's all you can do. You just set the example, bro, and yeah, like 100%. anything else, like you just disregard yeah, and it's and it is strange because with the internet with what the cultures become, society, your generation, as you put it. Like, why do we care so much about the opinions of these people that we don't even fucking know? Facts. I mean, it's maybe. Well, it might as a, a young artist, easier. like, I'm
1: super impressionable still. <laughs> like, no, but like, it is. Like, Yo, I love this podcast. It's <laughs> a good
2: episode.
1: It's like, I'm, I'm still learning, you know? Like, I haven't done art my whole life. Right. Like, a lot of the art, like, I did prior to my apprenticeship wasn't even drawing. I like did a what lot of 3D it? woodworking, clay stuff. Like I Bird. was always like, yeah, like it was pretty boring art, yeah. but like I never was like drawing drawing like that until I really like knew I wanted to get into. T- like I was drawing for maybe like a year before my apprenticeship. Like I started like to draw again. But for like my whole life I was doing other forms of art, you know? And it's like I'm still learning and I'm still learning to tattoo at the same time. And it's like yeah, I'm pulling from references.
2: Bro, you know what I do with my Neo sometimes too? is I just grab realism references and put lines yeah, on and it. put lines yeah. on it.
0: No, I've absolutely learned how to just simplify something that's yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah, because like, yeah. it's like, all right, no one's going to get mad at me absolutely, for copying. Dude. Like, I mean, like, my Neo birds, dude, like, it's it's realistic birds. You know, I'm just yeah, not trying open. to tattoo it realistic. You it's know, if like you can't
2: beat them, you could, you could join them. You could become the copying police of the internet, Cam, if you want. <laughs> you F- just start so you calling could.
1: everyone out now.
2: Yeah, call yeah. yeah. the thin black line. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> to be was like, you, a
1: lot of black workers shit, like they all look the same. What? Like a lot of black work <laughs> shit just looks the same. <laughs> Talk about it. No, it really does. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, you've you searched the references, like Yeah. Like all, That's why I'm so happy
2: about AI. Bro.
1: All of them are copying each other already. I know. Like it's the same shit just over and over and over.
2: Did the client like the tattoo?
1: Love the tattoo. Did you feel
2: like it was good? Yeah. Did you change the design? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Exactly. We're talking about style, so I did kind of want to, because obviously you do Neo, or a Neo-ish. Ish, right? It's yeah,
0: like, that's why nobody what what fucking it? understands what I'm doing. <laughs> it, <laughs> <I> <laughs> think Everyone <it's> like, fills <laughs> in the corner over their tattoo, and everyone's like, what yeah, the fuck's he yeah. yeah. doing over there? You that do, at like, at you end end you really
2: cool, like, cool like, blends sticker,
1: and highlights. Yeah. Like, you'll do, like, realism highlight. Like, you'll use, like, a, a solid light source, like, from that realism image under it. Yeah and then do just, like, solid areas of color, but then you'll throw in, like, a little blend in this area that, like, shouldn't have a blend, but it looks good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Neo style wouldn't have that blend, but you threw it in there because it's, like, that extra flex that you're able to pull off, Yeah, because
0: I'm just so conflicted as, like, what I want to do. Well, you
2: go wall-to-wall,
0: right? For the most part.
2: Okay. Yeah. Where maybe typical Neo has uh, breaks or skin. Okay, so that's, like,
0: that's more of, like, a color realism technique, right? right? Yeah, I'm taking what like a neo-traditional artist is going to do as far as like what what they're kind of expecting their tattoo to be, but they're using traditional aspects as far as like do like you need that spin- the skin break to, you know, let your eye rest a little bit, you know, what instead of weights. just being completely saturated. Yeah. But that's what's hard for me. That's why I can't do that style is because like whenever I'm doing that, even if it looks right, whenever I see that much skin, I'm just like, I have to fill that. Yeah, It's like just an inherent, whether it's like a light color. Yeah. It's something in me that is just like fill it in. Even if it's not the right thing to do as far as like, you know, ink master fucking judges are going to tell you, but like I have to just do that. And that's just like, that's my style, I guess, you know, that's, that's what makes me different, I guess that's why... Uh, I
2: think those are the things you need to chase, though. Like, you're like, I just feel like I have to do this. Or, like, it. if I leave it without that, it's going to bother me. Yeah. And that's how you start to define the style. Right. I, when I was drawing, I used to love little intricate things that just took me fucking forever to do. It was just this, like, weird, like, thing that would just keep me busy forever, and it was a nice place to be in... And it translated to my art. Like I'm, you know, doing the crazy details or like the 3RL. I love it because you do need the patience. It takes forever, but it's the whole thing's fun. Yeah. Whereas you're saying like, oh, I need to fill those things in. I just like to do, even though it's against the Neo rules, like I like these highlights. I like to just go wall to wall. This is what makes sense. And that's what's defining style. Right. I think, yeah.
0: you know, I just and, need people to pick it up.
2: But dude, I, do you remember <laughs> when like, Neo, you first heard the term, like, neo-traditional, and it was, like, coming out. Like, I was, like, what the fuck is this? Is this new school? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, no, because, I mean, that, like, no, that's why I, That's why I really love Neo, because, like, there is an illustrative aspect right. behind it, and it's, like, you have freedom to just, like, draw things and do that. But instead of just, like, confining to the rules of traditional in the sense of leaving skin, and it's just, like, yeah, like you know you can you can tell that there's a highlight because like light would be hitting a face or whatever but i like putting that light source you know what i mean it's like not just a face has like a little highlight or whatever it's like the whole piece has a light source on it yeah. the flower at the bottom like everything kind of makes sense in space effect, yeah right? yeah there's a there's a place in space for it right. you know?
2: cuz in the beginning it was like it's not traditional it's not realism it's not new school. Okay, it's neo-traditional. <laughs> you know? Right, like, yeah, what, yeah. No, like, like, and I was like, what the fuck the does only, this mean? That's the
0: only way I can describe myself as neo-traditional, but, can, but it's not neo-traditional. Like let's see it's if we hard. can
2: define it right now. It's such a broad term. It's like black work. It comes from American traditional, right? Right. So it has line work. Can you do neo without line work? Mm. Not very well.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like that would I just mean, be like it, illustrative then. Yeah,
2: so, or you... All like the Neo-esque that I've seen without line work kind of looks like rea-
0: but it's, it's new hard. school realism. <laughs> but it's hard to, I mean, because you can do realism with line work. Right. But does that make it black work?
1: No I mean why not though
2: What if it's in color you fucking idiot (laughs) No it's Then (laughs) has got He's like me you only got a black and grey mind bro I'm like (laughs) yeah.
1: I just think black
2: I'm like yeah that makes
3: sense
2: (laughs) Steal a deal with Saniderm This is the shit right here This is the only tattoo aftercare product I use on my clients If they walk out the door without it I don't feel safe I don't know about you. If you care about your tattoos at all, you need to use this product. It's easy to apply. It's comfortable to wear. It's it. It can heal anything. This shit can heal anything. You've seen the videos. Use code CAMSUX for 15% off. We love it so much. We teamed up with them. We're giving you 15% off. Use code CAMSUX. Go to standarderm.com. All right. Uh, so I, it probably has fucking line work. I can't, I can't think yeah. of Neotraditional that doesn't Do have Do you have
0: blood. to incorporate a bird? No. A flower. Yes. You probably should get a flower in there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Most likely a girl face is like kind of, I think, like what really started Neotraditional. And was leaves. Like a well, great like girl face. Not even, face and then not even yeah, a flower.
1: Leaves. Because I'll see just like giant, just leaves. Like no flower. It's just leaves.
2: Well, that'd be like the art nouveau. Am I saying that right? Nouveau.
0: Nouveau. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the uh, Alphonse Mucha. Yeah. Kind of old. Well, that's where the connection of like, say, like, um, you know, you do a vine with like leaves or whatever, and right. the leaves touch each other, but you're not doing the the lines. You're just making the lines touch each other, but like even if they overlap, you're not seeing see the, the overlap. overlap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, you're just doing the outside. That's the art line. nouveau
2: part of it. Okay. Yeah. So is is Mooka the OG of? I think everybody,
0: everybody like kind of falls he, back to him yeah. being because he was like like the most badass at it, I right. guess. You know? And he was doing a lot of just like advertisements, right? I think so. Like it was uh, almost like um, Drew Strews and like poster art kind of stuff.
2: Can can it be color or black and gray?
0: I've seen people absolutely crush it with black and gray. I've seen people do it with black and gray, like just using black, and I've seen people crush it doing opaques. I think,
3: and
2: it's still neo traditional. We think,
0: I think so. Yeah, you too. Yeah, seen
2: there's like a black work cam. I like some.
1: If I search like for black and gray neo, I'll usually search up like black work neo traditional. So, like it's like a me, subcategory. have Ever
0: heard of um, Emily Rose Murray? No. Okay, so. She does amazing black work. That's what I consider black work, but it's very neo-traditional like based. So it's like she took what neo-traditional takes as American traditional and makes it neo-traditional. She took neo-traditional and made it black work. Does that make sense?
2: Because I always was like, okay, neo is kind of a simplified realism with line work, like where you're almost... Like, all the shades are simplifying. You're almost, like, carving out these big skin gap highlights, you know? Like, almost like, okay, here's a shadow, here's a light tone, and then I'm just going to do a circle on the cheek, and that's the highlight. So, it's, like, more realistic proportions, almost.
1: Like a neo face versus, like, a traditional face? I think
0: neo-traditional, if you were to do a face, you're still doing the contours of the face. Black work is doing more harsh lines, and just making a structure.
2: Like heavier contrast?
0: Not heavier contrast, just like just defining shapes in a harder right. line, you know what I mean? Where neo-traditional still has, like, you have the soft blend of, like, a cheek or something like that, black work is just doing, like, almost like a mask-style, like, shading. Right. I don't know, but see, that's where I'm not an artist, dude. You know, there's all <laughs> these like styles, and I feel like yeah, people just, could argue
2: about it all the time. So, you pr- you only do neo right now, right? Or will you venture another?
0: Um, For the most part, I mean, I t- see You're like. Throwing down
2: some
1: traditional stuff, though, it's
2: been
0: cool. Well, your because, girls lagging. Because now that I've gotten so used to neo traditional, it's like going back to traditional is almost like a pleasure, dude. Like, it's yeah. just like, man, I understand it enough to where it's like. It's almost more fun wow. sometimes just to like make something simplified even more than what I'm already simplifying. You know? Yeah. I like the the realism aspect of things. I just don't want to do real I don't want to not have lines and rely on certain things to to make my shapes yeah. hold up. I want lines. I need I need my lines like and to me like I just like tattoos that look like tattoos. Yeah. Like that's that's always my goal is like to Artwork is fucking awesome, and some people just crush amazing realism and just, like, oil painting-style tattoos. That's awesome. But I like tattoos that it's just like, man, like, you can read it. When you're at Publix and it's like you're in the fucking frozen food section and you can read somebody's tattoo while they're standing in line, I like that. Yeah, I'm kind of getting
2: a little tired of, like, the realism. Once in a while, I'm blown away by, like, some color realism, but... Now, for some reason, the black and gray realism is all starting to, like, fade together to me. And, uh, I mean, I do it. You know, I do realism. No, you do it I'm well. I'm not, like, talking shit on the style I don't do. And, <laughs> yes, I am
0: talking shit on the style. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you do it well. But, like, also, like, your realism still looks like a tattoo, dude. Like, it's it's not, you're not taking a photo and just, like, absolutely copying that. Like, you're still making it, like, a stylized, realistic piece. You right. know what I mean?
2: But it, it has been fun having lines or just, like, absurd contrast to really have something pop, yeah. you know? That that has been fun. And there's plenty of black and gray realism artists out there that I'm like, this is an amazing artwork. I, just personally, I've been having more fun kind of sliding into other styles. Right. I kind of always do the shading like that and... and <coughs> I'm always chasing details and like when I'm doing the more Neo or black work stuff, I'm like, all right, slow down on the details or just try to make a really cool shape of that shade, you know, or or whatever. Um, But it has, it has been fun exploring in the other styles or just seeing like what other people can come up with. Like I've been following a couple of these artists. They're literally doing black and gray new school pieces without line work. And just 3RL stuff. Cam probably don't have to deal with this because he's a young buck, but you and I were talking about, and I think Danny too, like staying motivated. You know, we're talking about being inspired and like new, you know, being early in tattoo and chasing styles and, you know, trying to be as good as these artists we look up to. And then, you know, you do this thing for a decade. How do you keep the fire going?
0: Honestly... Coming over, no, (laughs) I mean, I I try to stay up on my caffeine, but... Maestro.
3: (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Talk about staying motivated. (laughs) I drank that whole bottle.
0: (laughs) No, it was honestly, like, coming to work over here, like, really inspired me and helped me be motivated. Like, it, it, it was the weirdest thing, dude. Like, it's hard to say, like, overnight something happens, but... For real, it was like once I started over here, like something happened in me to where like my tattoos started looking better just because I felt like I enjoyed tattooing again. Yeah, I was in such a weird spot. Like I was working for one of the best tattoo shops in yeah. South Florida and I was losing inspiration. And then I came over here and it's like it just helped me really fall in love with tattooing again because I saw how how you are as not just a tattooer, but as a a shop owner and still loving what you do and wanting to be here every single day and not just loving what you do, but loving everybody that works with you and for you help me just want to be better in what I'm doing again.
2: Cause I'll get that too, being around all you guys. And like, I feed off the energy in the shop. You know, I get that when I guest spot and connect, you know, with another artist or like when we have a convention, that's good. But like, Being immersed, like, in the industry, you know, and around other people that are striving for the same goal. Because I could be surrounded by tattooers that are, like,
0: nine-to-fivers
2: and don't really care, and I'll
0: dull out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, again, Sean Foy, dude, like, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Because it's, like, dude, like, not one, like, I mean, you know, he's just so talkative that it's just, like, it keeps you just right entertained but it's also like as he's entertaining you he's just enjoying what he's doing and yeah. it makes you want to do something cool too right and it's like like i i just love whenever i'm inspired by somebody who is doing a tattoo that you can tell that they love doing what they're doing
2: yeah 100% and especially like being up front here once i get past all the stress of like finalizing the design getting the stencil going and like now i'm in it that I like try to spark up a conversation, like with the artist. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? Like, now that I'm ready, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's what will, like. Yeah, keep don't me approach going. me. Let <laughs> me approach you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah once I'm tattooing, yeah. like, I'm good. But, like, when I'm like getting the stencil ready, don't talk for right, sure. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I'm stressing the fuck out the yeah. whole time, dude. Yeah. Like, but I, yeah, I'm the same way of just. The like, worst is,
2: uh, okay. Here's the design. Right here. This is the worst part. And then it's
0: like.
3: Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's know? the last Was thinking. thing you want to hear is. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, right. No. no you want to, you know, even if they tell you like super sick, I'm so excited. You're like, I still am like kind of. I don't trust I'm, you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still kind of yeah, guessing. It's it, it, but, on, but what do what you want to change? Yeah, you right, know? Yeah. That's why it's hard for me to try to um, explain something to somebody of like what i'm doing right is because half the time i don't know yeah yeah. (laughs) and like it like freaks me out but it's just like dude like i i impress myself enough times so i'm just like maybe i could teach somebody how to do something but yeah no most of the time I, (laughs) I, i i i have no idea yeah i'm just like just just wash my hand dude like that's that's what i'm doing i can't explain like how i'm putting ink into the skin it's just I've just learned like over the years like this is just how I do something.
2: What do you do when a client's like do you show them a fully rendered design? I try to.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, I try never to. Mind. Well, one because that that helps me. Yeah. Because like I mean again, I'm pretty good at guessing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I have less guesswork and if I can do all my guessing on my iPad or whatever, then it's just like cool like first the client is already like on board. And I don't have to, like, try to explain, like, hey, I'm going to make this thing this color or I'm going to do this this way or whatever. Because I try to make sure I have my clients understand what I'm doing. Because I've had too many clients that have had reworks that I have to do. You've seen me do reworks that I'm just like, dude, like, they come in, they're like, this artist just went rogue on a background without fucking saying anything. So, Bro,
2: you had that client? and i was nervous for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not because not because of the design or your ability, just because of the situation. Yeah. Cuz like that's tough, bro, cuz like you're dealing with someone that from the rip is not happy.
0: No. <laughs> and know? dude like and it's like And I'm what
2: a- i mean by that is like uh, let me define that real quick for people. Someone comes in, they got a tattoo, they do not like it. They're upset it's on their body and they want you to change it. They've already experienced a situation where they've worked with an artist and that artist has broken their trust. So now they're very unlikely to trust you, right? right. So that was the situation. Yeah, And like, because I walked over and, and the client was like, yeah, the artist did this and I fucking hate this and they didn't even ask
0: me about this. And I was, you know, I was like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, it do, and then like it. You know, and then at the end of it, I'm, hey, are you happy with, you know, where we're going with this thing? And it's like, yeah, like, you know, she's happier. Right. But it's like, it's still this, like, not that, like, gratification of just, like, I'm so excited. It's like, dude, like, I can only do so much with. Because you're trying to get rid
2: of solid black in that situation. Yeah. You know, and it's tough explaining to someone, like, we're going to have to do multiple sessions of blasting yeah. Other In colors which on
0: top. she's already scarred from the yeah. tattoo that happened before. So, like, you know, it's, like, you're trying to get rid of this thing as fast as possible, but it's also your body needs to heal. So, yeah. it's, like, I saw how sensitive it was with me tattooing her, and it's, like, yeah. dude, like, we have to let you, like, you might have to walk around with, like, this weird Band-Aid colored black yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, like, it's scarred. This we is the ha- process. Like, we have to let your body heal, you know? Yeah. But she was... Grateful enough to where you know she wasn't like jumping up and down, excited about the tattoo, but she was absolutely pleased with what I could offer the her progress, right? To where she now we're gonna work on like what's on her back and rework cool. another tattoo on her. So it's like it's just weird because it's like, dude, like I don't want anybody to be like, you know, it's like, hey, like here's the picture I just took of your tattoo, and it's like yeah you know it looks better
3: right, <laughs> you know right. What i mean it's yeah. like yeah that's not it's what i want to hear but it's
0: like dude like yeah it, it absolutely is better and i guess that client in particular went to that shop and got a full refund
2: right well i heard that too and wild. i'm like oh you're a danger client yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you're scary <Yeah. laughs> a lot of people ask about my setup and the ink i use all i use is allegory ink We have the white, the black, and the ultra black. This is my total setup right here. Get yours at allegoryinc.com. We got a discount code for you, unemployable, for 20% off all their ink. Again, allegoryinc.com. Sometimes, like, I'll show clients' designs. They'll be like, how are you going to shade it in? Yeah. Do you ever get that question?
0: Yeah, and that's that's... That's why I try to come up with fully rendered things because like, I'm I don't know how like to answer that. Yeah, because 50% of the time
2: I'm just showing them line work yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, just, you know,
0: there'll be dark areas and lighter. areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's because sometimes dude, it's like I'll change my mind like while I'm tattooing and just yeah. be like, like this is, this doesn't work the way, you know, because it's like it's strange clients are like it's skin. So it's. You have to just kind of adapt to what you're working on. You know yeah. I mean? You can you can design something as well as you can possibly design it, but whenever they come in, sometimes, like, you know, you're booking appointments without seeing the client, and then whenever they get there, their skin is just leather or, you know, it's just not what you can do your yeah. most quality fucking tattoo on, and you just have to adapt. How you Doosh. feeling about uh,
2: the situation that you came in with Better this
0: morning? Now that I have your
2: guys' insight on it. How would you handle it The next time it comes up Because it him. will Just ignore him Yeah Let it go Yeah No fuel in the fire Yeah You don't want to become the copycat police I
1: don't care I don't feel like I copied him So it's just Should we make a video deny, like that deny, Dress deny, came right? up like a cop
2: <laughs> <laughs> Copy police <laughs> With a fucking Cop officer. On his head <laughs> 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 He could be, oh, he could be Copy Catwoman. Damn, Halle Berry. We could dress him up (laughs) as Catwoman (laughs) (laughs) now.
1: So, Cam, I'm sure you're wondering why I gave you the phone. Yes.
2: So, one thing I want to maybe start introducing to our Patreons is ask the audience. And I posted it five minutes ago, and I believe we already have two questions.
0: Okay. Sick.
1: Both of of us have a question on here. And make sure you give
2: them a shout out as well. Cool. All right.
1: So, the first one's from Hunter Bowman. He's asking me, what was the most difficult step in my tattooing journey? That was pretty much his only question. And then he said, also, if you could hit the gritty, that'd be cool. <laughs> I
2: don't know what that is. Get sturdy. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> the thing no, Answer the does. question. <laughs> what was the most difficult step in your tattooing journey? Um, Having to sing in front of everybody. Getting called out on the internet. <laughs> Perfect question. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. There's like a lot of things that go into apprenticeship or just starting off tattooing most. The only thing I can really stay is just say, stay dedicated, give it your all. Um, most difficult step would probably be like getting that machine in your hand and learning to tattoo. It's um, pretty much it, you know, just like, I don't know when I started my apprenticeship, I pretty much dropped everything else in my life and dedicated my life to tattooing and that was difficult you know like not go hanging out with your friends anymore not seeing your family as much anymore pretty much like changing your whole lifestyle because like that's what becoming an apprentice is like your lifestyle is changing if you are able to go through your apprenticeship and tattoo while maintaining the same lifestyle you had before find that to be like very rare um Yeah, that's probably, like, the most difficult thing, like, changing your whole lifestyle and, like, really just, like, I've never been a person to, like, go 100% into anything, and tattooing was, like, the first thing I'd ever done that for. So, like, that was completely new to me, like, being, like, okay, I'm going to step back and I'm going to just let, you know, my apprenticeship take the wheel, you know, but be, like, the only thing I'm focused on, the only thing I really care about. Yeah, it's probably, like, the most difficult part inside, that a lot of people overlook, I would say. Like, we had that apprentice that dropped that comment, you know, a couple episodes ago. It's really just dedicating everything to it if you want to be successful.
2: Cat Schubert. What was the thought and decision process like behind deciding to take on an apprentice? Also, how much time has passed between your first apprentice and taking CAM? Um... How much time has passed between your first... I've had a lot of apprentices. Uh, Well, to me, it's, I mean, I think, I don't know, five, six, seven, maybe. That's a lot. Um, But only because a lot of them don't last. You know, I'll be like, cool, we're going to fucking learn to tat together. And then, like, six months in, they're gone.
0: Which kind of makes me want to ask, like, when did you feel like you were even capable of taking an apprentice? Not honest. Not until recently,
2: but I took on apprentice before that, and it was usually like friends or family—not family, but friends—or like just my boys that um, would like beg me. Yeah, and to I was learn. just kind of like, even a couple times being like, "Dude, I don't think I'm ready to teach." But like, if you want to come to the shop and like look at what I do, like I'll right. teach you what I know. You know. Uh, and then it's always changing. And then, like, even now, where I used to just kind of take a new apprentice as soon as I was done with um, the previous one, stopped doing that because I don't really have the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, or it'll be more just like a shop apprentice where it's, like, learn from everyone. Um, like, you're here. If you can't learn had a tattoo, being around 15 amazing tattooers, you're an idiot, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, But I guess the decision process was kind of like, yo, know, I want to help my boy. For the first one, I want to help my boy have the experience that I have, which is loving right. my job so
0: much. Did you ever feel like, even though Seth never wanted to learn how to tattoo, that he was an apprentice? Uh,
2: n- no, it was like... It was, not was getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like he, him and I had been such close friends before. Right. And like when he became like my manager, like booking manager or whatever, I had talked about possibly wanting to hire someone from that, but not being ready to financially. And then his situation, he was just like, I need a fucking job. And I was like, fine. Right. And I remember I was mad because I had this, this chick that was, like, really qualified, like, worked at a company, like, willing to, like, come over and do everything, like, neat and organized. And then I have my, you know, drug addict's buddy that's, like, please, gonna <laughs> have a job? And I'm, like, fine. And, like, watching that, like, ultra professional girl just slip away. Yeah. I'm, like, no, you know. Uh, but what I had with Seth was the trust. But you can't teach, and you can't buy, Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Um, how, how
1: many years were you into tattooing when you got your first apprentice? Perfect. Like, your first, like, legit one, where you're like, okay, I'm going to teach this person how to uh, tattoo. Probably,
2: like, seven years. Yeah. It was a couple years after this place was open? No, probably, like, right around when this place opened. I had an apprentice at the shop before here, Zach. But he was a really amazing artist and kind of had no options and could be at the shop full-time. So I did, like, take him on as an apprentice, but also I had my boss there who I had Schmades there who had been tattooing forever, so we kind of, like, did it together. Um, the ace of Smades, dude. Yeah, dude. bro. <laughs> but, yeah, here, like, having my own shop is is – when I really started to think about like a stru- more structured apprenticeship.
0: And how long was it before you stopped caring about Adrian? <laughs> um, probably. That was supposed to be a big laugh. but it Probably was a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he works There's here for a, a week. I'll, I'll
2: prove it to you. He works here for a week. And I'm like, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> and then he was like, okay. And then he came back the next day and he's like. I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and I just can't. That's like I can't say no to that, bro. I'm like, (laughs) get back in here, you know. Uh, But yeah, week. I didn't really give a shit about him, and then. uh, (laughs) And how much time has passed between your first apprentice and taking on camp? Years.
0: Uh, Well, yeah, because I mean, you normally give. It's about like a year and a half, two years or usually something.
2: Usually like one, usually we do the whole like learn how to be at the shop, cleanliness, how to not bother the other artists, you know, tattoo shop etiquette. Um, then we'll do like answering the phone, which evolves into how to talk to clients. We'll do um, setups and breakdowns. Usually it starts with me. And when they get that done, I'm like go earn the trust of all the other artists and, um, this is, you know, obviously maintaining, you know, normal shop responsibilities, which might be like sweep, mop, you know, phone calls, getting artists what they need, food runs, uh, shop,
0: which is stuff. pretty relaxed from what I've went through. Same. Yeah. But
1: the only thing that makes it intense here is just the new number of artists. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Artists. That's like the one that was like my one takeaway from my apprenticeship. It was just like learning to juggle 15 artists at one time.
2: It's like one of the parts of this apprenticeship. Right. For sure. it, it takes them a while to realize that no one will ever be happy. Yeah. I feel like you guys think eventually I'll get it. And all the yeah. artists are like, no, maybe. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us on
1: today's episode of unemployable podcast. And thank you, Phil, for joining us today, man. Had a blast. Absolutely. And we'll catch you guys next week. Nice.